The G-Men Podcast brings you inside our community and lets you listen in on the conversations that empower men to win in life and business. Sometimes we can't wait for people to come to us. We got to go to them. Let's go. got to have critical thinking in a time of crisis. Be conscious of who you are connecting Any crisis, you got what? The brotherhood. Uh, you know, I know for myself, I started working on this, this one thing with, with my, uh, my finances. Uh, so in the midst of that, I was like, you know what, let me go back to something that I use for self-evaluation, which is the assessment. You know, I think a lot of times we talk about the assessment, uh, but I, I wanted to bring that back up today because I truly believe that this assessment really changed my life. Once I was able to really understand it uh, in terms that I can understand, everybody learns in a different way. Uh, I'm a certified educator. So, you know, I, I teach kids in different type of ways, different things. Um, so I understand that adults also learn in different type of ways. So I was thinking, you know, how does how does Coach DP learn best? And I went to my assessment and I realized I had to break it down into terms that I understand. So I went back to what I know, basketball, <laughs> and to all my, uh, my sports fans and, and anybody that used to play sports back in the day, um, you know, I coached for years and I coached it. I coached college basketball for years. I coached at Kentucky State University. I coached at Marshall University. I coached at the University of Louisville. Uh, and when I was at the University of Louisville, I was on the women's side and we went to two national championship games while I was there. And when I was at Marshall University, we was turning around a program and I was working for a different type of boss. Uh, you know, things were just a little bit different when you come in and you're trying to help an organization and add value. Um, so I, I thought about what was the differences between University of Louisville and Marshall. And everybody knows about a scouting report. Uh, you know, a scouting report is basically what you put together before you go play an opponent. Before, before we go play a game, we put together a full scouting report about what that team is gonna run offensively, defensively, how are they gonna guard us? How can we score against that team? It's just, it's basically just something that's going to help you put, put you in a better position to win the game. Um, so on our scouting reports at University of Louisville, when we went to two national championship games, I noticed that there was something different on those scouting reports and then the scouting reports at Marshall. And the major difference was we focused more at the University of Louisville, we focused more on player tendencies as opposed to or opponent's playbooks that we did at Marshall University. So when you focus on the playbook, like in Marshall, you're just focusing on what you do, what the offensive team is gonna do, what the defense is gonna do, and what they're gonna run, and what they're gonna be in defensively, and different things like that. But I learned the personal 
tendencies is way better to focus on if you really want to take your game to the next level. Uh, because you're focusing on when they catch the ball, are they going right? Are they going left? Uh, a majority of their shots are coming from the left side. So we got to stack up on the left side. Does this player like to go between the legs when they catch the ball? Do they like to go behind the back? Let's send a double team from the left side instead of the right side. And you could really, you could really game plan off of getting those player tendencies. So I looked at myself and I said, what are my own player tendencies in my own life? What tendencies do I have that I'm not even really tapping into? So I want you to think about three things, right? The first thing I want you to think about is your strengths. As a player, if you were a created player right now, what would your life strengths be? Based on your assessment or based on what you've been going through, what are your life strengths? And I'm talking about things you may not even be tapping into because I'm going to just be transparent. Until me and my wife really got on this debt-free journey, I didn't realize how many resources that we really had, right? Even, even having coach, I started to go back when we would have coaching and watch the film of the coaching meeting. So I want to make sure that I'm capitalizing on every single strength that I have. Why? Because I'm trying to bring more money in my household to pay off debt. So when I realized that that was one of my player strengths, I was like, ooh, let me tap into that. And I tell my players all the time, yo, tap in, tap in. That's just what I, what I say to them to get them to get focused. And sometimes we not really focused. We running around doing a bunch of different things. But my question is, are you really focused on your strength, on something that could bring more money into your household? And it's not always about money. It, this could help you to have a better uh, health style. This could help you to have a better mindset. This can help you to have a better body. I mean, whatever you you striving towards, you got to know what your strengths are. So I encourage you to just kind of sit down and think about that. And then the second thing is, what's the weakness that you're avoiding? Oh, man, I'm going to just be transparent because I know I was avoiding. Uh, you know, my wife is a, a her dominant animal is a lion. So she's all about the job done making sure that you know she's making decisions quick i'm talking about quick like and then i'm like man damn we didn't even think about that right but i realized that my weakness was overthinking and underperforming like i mean i had to like really think about something before i actually went and took action and then i realized i can't think about this i have to get out there and just like coach always says you have to work it out you got to figure out what's not going to work as you're working it out. So get you a get you a nice little plan and then go after it. So I learned I was like, OK, you know, I just need a couple things to give me some stability because I do need stability. That's just what that's a part of me when I hop into my chameleon because I'm a high flamingo and a, a high chameleon. So I know I need that stability. So I know that that's one of my my things that could kind of hold me back. So now I give myself a little stability and then I also say, okay, now go, now go get started. You gotta go do something. What are you going to do today that's going to put you in a better position than you were in yesterday? And then the third thing is, what does your scouting report say about you that you don't like? What's that one thing in your scouting report that you don't like? Like I remember, when I was coaching at, at Marshall University 
And one thing that I figured out was I was I was walking around with a fixed mindset. I didn't know that because I won a lot of games at the University of Louisville. But then when I started losing games, I felt my own value going down. I was like, whoa, like, oh, my God, like, am I going to get another coaching job? Are we OK? Like, what's going on? And then I realized I'm putting all my self-worth into wins and losses. And that's a fixed mindset. I'm only focused on the outcome. And I realized I had to put myself into a growth mindset. I had to put myself into a mindset where are we getting better is the question that I need to ask every single day. And once I took that mindset, I changed my language to my players. I stopped saying, oh, you missed that shot. That was a bad shot. I started saying things like, hey, I love that you took that shot because I know you've been working on it. So literally with my language, I took them back into the process and I coached them from the process and not from the outcome. And it changed my relationships. It changed the outcome. And I realized I had to take that into my personal life and stop being focused on just the outcome. How many people hopped up on this call? That's what I would be looking at. Oh, I didn't get nobody on the call. Well, did I get more people on that call than I got last time? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I got to get out of that fixed mindset and get into the growth mindset. So those are the three things. And if you if you sitting there thinking, let's talk about that. Let's talk about those three things. Let's talk about what is the strength that you are tapping into. Tap in. Tap in, y'all. What are you tapping into? What's the weakness that you're avoiding? And what's that one thing that you don't like on your scouting report? Those are the three things. We open, y'all. We open. Are you tapping in? What are you tapping into? What's your weakness? And what's that one thing that you're avoiding? Let's go. We open. Tap in. Tap in. Yo, my blind spot or my weakness is probably my greatest strength. Driving, being demanding, um, doing. Because sometimes I can move so fast that either I'll leave collateral damage along the way or I don't think it all the way through, whatever it is, whether it's life or business sometimes. And so sometimes I got this from B. White that you, I need to hurry up and slow down. Oh. Love that. Love that. Hurry up and slow down. And I need to hurry up and get started. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? What are you tapping into? What's that one thing that you're avoiding? And what's the one thing on your scouting report that you don't like? What's that player tendency? For me, uh, some based on my assessment, um, I have a tendency to be indecisive at times. Um, and, and it's ironic uh, that you mentioned the assessment because I've been going over my assessment uh, more often this week. And, and I'm learning some things that I kind of kind of forgot about. And so, you know, looking at that scouting report, I think it's important because it, it, it really will tell us some things about ourselves that to me is kind of like everybody I've done a debrief with. They all be like, yo, you know what? Such and such used to say that about me or this person used to say that about me, and I guess it's really true. So uh, for me, it would be uh, 
a tendency to be indecisive at times. Love that. And love. So what you going to do about that? Take action. Um, and, and, and the thing is, is with the assessment, it basically says that because I'm a, a 99 Flamingo, 79 uh, Chameleon, what it basically says is you take action when, when it's things that you're used to, but when it's scenarios that are new and you don't necessarily know the outcome, that's when you get indecisive. And so, so I need to make sure that um, I, I like what uh, one of the, what, what Josh Hatch says, one of his, one of his Hatch-isms is uh, make a decision and then make it right. So, so that's what I'm going to do. Make a decision and make it right. Love that. Love that. Thanks for sharing, Dana. Love that. Your personal scouting report. And man, I'm, I know, you know, I, I took my assessment about three or four years ago. Um, and I just thought, I'm not going to hold you. I was thinking like, oh, man, this is just another one of those things. Another one of those things you got to do. And then I realized I'm like, no, nah, this is not one of those things. You need to use this. You need to really study this because what better person would you want to understand besides yourself? So once I really just dug deep into that, I was like, all right, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I need this. I need this. We open, we open. Who's next? Personal also, what, what I like too, Dev, is, is that understanding ourselves with that assessment, it, it shifts the, the thought process and the mindset of placing blame on other people. And so, and so you be, you have a ten, you begin to take more extreme ownership over situations. Love that, love that. You know, one of my personal mantras is nothing changes until you change. I'm gonna say that again because you might have missed it. Nothing changes until you change. Who's next? I jump in there. So first of all, there's I've been in Philly for like almost 20 years. I still tell people I'm from New York. Like we, New York, New York. I, I tell them I'm from New York. That's it. Um, but it's it's you know what I'm I'm going to have to take the assessment again because I just want to like just assess myself where I was then to where I am now. But I'll just say for now my turtle still rears its ugly head, and I say that in a bad way because um I don't really like to challenge authority too much and i'm i'm i i I, i'm a i'm a deep deep thinker like everything literally has to be set in place before i make any moves and if one thing is off i won't do it and sometimes i'll miss out because of that you know like i I, i'm i'm not not really not into making mistakes anything so i'll I'll just have to take the assessment again to see where i'm at Love that. Love that. Yeah, definitely take that joint again. And I, I don't ever think that you can really take it too many times. Um, I think that knowing knowing your assessment results and really understanding it is definitely uh, something that we all should be aware of and just utilizing that tool. So definitely. So I thank you for sharing that. Next. Who's next? Hop up in there. Let's get a couple more people. Yeah, I'll jump in there. So I think one of the things that uh, I'll just kind of go on the negative side and then I'll go positive. So one of the things that I do is have a lot of stuff going all at the same time. And um, I've been working on this year, focusing on one thing. Um, and one thing has really, for me, has been really building my character. Um, so, you know, as I look at um, 
as I look at my assessment, my thing is like not finishing things, you know, so I have a hard artist of born and then not finishing it. And it's just like, okay, where am I at? You know, so this year I've literally been, you know, honing in on uh, not just building character, but basically whatever I, whatever I start, I'm trying to finish. That has, <laughs> I'm still working on it. You know, uh, this year, uh, one of the things at my job um, that we're doing is we're working more on productivity. Um, and from being a flamingo, like 99 flamingo, uh, like being data driven, that's not one of my strengths. I'm people driven, not data driven. You know, say like we need you to answer these calls, answer these calls. You know, we need a ticket for every single call that you take. I'm like, okay, that's great, but um, I'm focused on can I help this customer? You know, uh-huh. so I'm that's one of the things that I'm working on. So in my scouting report, that's one of the things that I'm like, okay, I need to get better at this. Um, so what I have been doing is. Um, every single day I'm starting to uh, write on a piece of paper how many calls I take, how many tickets I've taken, um, and then like follow-ups that I need to do. But I'm still working on it <laughs> because I'm not following up with everybody like I need to. Um, and that's actually one of my strengths that I do have. So I need to get better with that. Tap in. Tap in, B. Tap into that one. Love that. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, uh, and also noticing that we all have all four animals. I think we we stay on our dominant animals a lot, but we got all four animals. And I, I always think about my own turtle and my turtle's at 32% maxed out. So I realized I was like, okay, so if my turtle's at 32% and I got an eight hour workday, I can still be in my turtle for an hour and a half, two hours. That's my max on it. But I know I can't do that all together. So I spread it out. You know, I do small things that are in the turtle, the turtle wheelhouse. Like I, I may do my, my calls to parents like for only 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And then once I'm done, I'm done and I'm moving on to something else, which and I'm talking from personal experience. I used to operate only in my flamingo. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm a people person. That's not really what I do. Or, OK, so get out of that and come into your your dominant, your other dominant animal, which is your chameleon. Okay, oh, that's not working. Cross over, go into your lion. You got 50% lion, max out on that lion. So I know most of the time when I'm doing business, I'm in my lion because I need them results. But when I'm when I'm when I'm farming and I'm nurturing the, the clients that I have, I'm gonna be in my flamingo and my chameleon. I think it was yesterday or the day before, man, somebody uh hit me up early in the morning. They was like, uh, dang, you know, I got a potential client for you. Um, it's, it's for uh, pre-calculus slash calculus. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what's the details on it? And she was like, oh, well, you know, some, some, something, blah, blah, blah. But it's less than your rate. It's $30 an hour. And typically I, I might, you know, give my flamingo and think about it or, or whatever. I was like, nah, I'm not interested. Is and I told her I said I said first of all it's calculus so that means it takes more of my time to prepare for the sessions and it's less money I said nah that's like that's simple mathematics I'm going to invest more time to make less money now nah, I'm good and and I ain't think twice about it. using that crossover yeah why like why would I and I it was a, a quick thought process I'm like okay somebody that I teach sixth grade math is paying me my rate. 
why am I about to do some harder work for less money? No, nah, I ain't. No, nah, that's crazy. Yeah, one of my tendencies is just being a, a high turtle is just overanalyzing the situation. And so one of the things that I constantly work on, I'm practicing is more execution and just getting things done. And so I find that every day I just have to write down what the plan is, making sure I hit all the points of my plan and then do my debrief. And so that's really helping me step up with the teams that I'm forming. Uh, we get more done. The work is far more exciting, not really knowing what all the outcomes are going to be. And, you know, in truth, right now, the outcomes are being really amazing. And then the personal front, one of the things I'm working on is opening up a new uh, revenue stream. And so just knowing that the tendency is to just overanalyze and make sure all the stars are aligned and just, you know, just jumping in is just really key. So I really look at am I executing all the things I need to move forward or am I like waiting or trying to pass it off to someone else? So it's just really just focusing more on being driven and getting it done than, than overthinking. And I got to be honest, it's, 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 it's really amazing coming out of that, uh, you know, turtle mindset and using more of a, a lion mindset these days. Man. Thanks for sharing that Dale. Yeah. I was just, uh, hopping in there just to say um i just need i just need to be a little bit more assertive sometimes i think i get too caught up on the um this is my chameleon so um i tend to get caught up in making sure that you know i mean everybody else is getting supported and getting the needs that they uh they have met but um there's other times where i can definitely be taking the shot more uh definitely um just really contributing what I really have to offer. So I'm currently just in that phase of my life right now where I'm just trying to be a little bit more assertive with the things that I got going on and, and sharing my gift. Love that. Love that. Love that. Yeah. You know, taking that shot, man, taking that shot. A lot of people ask me what was one of the, the biggest things that I learned offensively when I was at the university of Louisville coaching underneath Jeff walls, who's eventually going to be a hall of fame coach. And I said, you know, he's, he's very simple. You know, a lot of stuff that people think is complicated, like take the shot. You know, we used to say, yo, shoot it before you turn it over. I mean, just think about that. Logically, that makes a lot of sense. I'd rather get a shot on the basket. I'd rather get a shot attempt than a potential turnover with somebody that I'm not comfortable having the ball. And all of my coaches, all of my players out there, you understand when that one person get the ball and you know they not no good, it's like, oh, man, just, I mean, just shoot it. Just shoot it. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes, just like you said, Rob, we got to take the shot, man. Take the shot. Hey, Devin, I know I just went, but one of the things I want to say, I really appreciate the one question you asked is, that you answered was, do I have a growth mindset? Not focusing on the outcome, but deconstructing the process and then developing the skill to change the outcome. That was really powerful. Thank you for that. You have been listening to the G-Men podcast. Like, review, and share this episode if something you heard challenged you to grow and positioned you to lead. The G-Men community exists to allow men to connect through group coaching, training calls, online workshops, and location-based retreats. Join the movement at gmenworldwide.com.